is Max Els, and this is Dino Discography. So, um, I've always had a very profound uh, fascination of you know dinosaurs, and I I always really thought um, that it was so cool to to see how um, you know that we could find existence of uh, creatures that no longer exist on this planet. Like it's really it's really amazing that um, creatures that um, make us look diminutive um, used to rule this planet. So I thought that was I thought that's really cool to kind of um, you know um, to uh, to sort of look at from uh, a retroactive perspective so I uh, I kind of want to give back to this um, fascination of mine um, by kind of uh, profiling um, uh, dinosaurs in each of these episodes so um, in this in this first episode I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna talk about one in particular that really fascinates me uh, um, and um, I will say that I'm, I'm getting my information from uh, www.prehistoricwildlife.com and, uh, and that's where I'm getting my research for the, these little rundowns that I'm doing so um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing what they're, they're saying so I I want to make it clear that I'm not plagiarizing whatsoever, but, um, but anyway, um, they, um, so, so what I'm, the, uh, the dinosaur that I'm going to be talking about in this episode is, is called Epid, Epid, I apologize for the butchering of this, but it's Epidexipteryx, Epidexipterus, okay, yeah, that's, that's what it's called, okay. Um, and it, um, it is a carnivore, um, and it's, a uh, body length, including the tail, is about 44.5 centimeters. So, to put that in perspective, that's approximately, um, two Pringles, uh, two full-size Pringles cans stacked on top of each other. It's a, it's about that its body length, including the tail, is about that same length, um, to put that into modern perspective, I suppose. Um, and it's, uh, it belonged to the Jurassic period, and it only has one fossil representation. So that means it, um, uh, it really, it, it didn't have any, like, um, its evolution didn't really branch into a different type of dinosaur. It, um, it really only existed as this, um, uh, as this one kind of carn carnivorous, um, kind of, um, 
mammal, I guess, because it um, because it did have feathers, and it um, and it had um, like really detailed feathers, and uh, these these feathers were um, they were thought to be very similar to those of the peacock, and um, they uh, they were only present in 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 the in the males of this species to attract the females, similar to you know most birds and you know peacocks um, as we see today. Um, so so yeah, it it had um, a, a, a covering of smaller and primitive feathers over the rest of its body so it was very much like a um a bird but it it's um it uh but it was much bigger than your average uh bird today i guess um so so similarities of the uh of the skulls and and uh, of it of its skull and later iterations of this kind of raptor um, su uh, suggest that um, it um, it's the kind of dinosaur that was ancestral to you know the the raptor. Um, uh, in later form and and that was and that could, and that's derived from the the way the the jaw looked um, it, like the way it was curved away from the upper jaw especially more towards the end of it and um, this meant that the lower uh, teeth um, would point forwards instead of uh, to the, uh, the to the upper jaw and that was most likely to uh, prey upon a, a very specific kind of prey. Um, so yeah, that that's um, that that in a nutshell is Epidexipterus. Did I say that right? Epidexipterix. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that is that dinosaur, uh, which I ruthlessly butchered in saying its name, but I, I do really, um, love exploring these dinosaurs, and I did, um, binge through, uh, the BBC, the BBC miniseries called Planet Dinosaur, and I highly re recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it, because it, it goes through this this dinosaur that I talked about right just just now, and um, it goes through all kinds of different dinosaurs, and it um, uh, it uh, it has CGI renderings based uh, of situations based on fossils that were found, and it's it's really cool how um, these paleontologists are able to um, just 
you know, find these fossils and and go as far as saying, you know, the way this uh, skull was found means that, you know, it was uh, it was hit by this other dinosaur, and like just the the scenery that these fossils that are found is very intriguing to me. So I I want I I want to just uh, make it very clear that you know the, uh, it's a very artful kind of um, uh, profession I suppose and um, it's more of an interest to me but I I really appreciate the um, the uh, the paleontol the paleontology that goes into um, this art form, so to speak. So um, I guess I'll I'll end this right here, and um, thank you for listening.